0: This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. We know a Democratic Senate can confirm President Biden's nominations. And most importantly, even a Supreme Court justice, should there be a vacancy. But that's about all we know. Republicans are trying to unpack why they lost when expectations were astronomical. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer believes Democrats prevailed because of former President Trump. Some congressional Republicans privately tell Fox they believe the former president dragged the party down in some regions. But other Republicans stand by the former president. Right now, Kevin McCarthy lacks the votes to become House Speaker. That leaves House Republicans scrambling. Some conservatives demand someone besides McCarthy. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this, but if you like, I like to check out on the weekends. Steph, you check out? You probably don't check out from the news, do you?
1: Um, a little bit. I don't check out from work.
0: Andy, Andy Humphrey in for Brian Halsworth today. You like to check out a little bit over the weekend, like, sp- whatever I can, at yeah. least, yeah. All right. Hannah? Oh, yeah. yeah. What about you, Marsh? Kind of nature of the job, got to stay on top of it, but yeah. Well, thank God you guys do, because I'm glad you all pay attention, (laughs) because I don't over the weekends. That's not true. One of the things I was paying attention to, uh, big news, in case you check out over the weekend, Nevada Senate goes to the Dems, Republican Senate goes to the Dems. People were asking, you think it'll be 53 Republican Senators, 54, or we'd be happy with 52? Well, right now, we're going to be happy, have to be happy with like 49, maybe, My gosh, Nevada, Arizona go to the Democrats over the weekend. then, of course, it really didn't matter a whole lot at this point. And I think, if anything, lessen the chances uh, that Herschel Walker would win in Georgia. Frankly, I'm surprised he did as well as he did. I really am. I was surprised. I love, you know, he's got the R behind uh, his name. uh, And that was about it. Really, if somebody came up to you, seriously, if somebody said, hey, what is it you like about Herschel Walker? Well, you got an R behind his name. Ah, That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: again, candidate quality. I think we really we shot ourselves in the foot. It's our own fault. Um, same with Oz and Fetterman. We focused so much on how Fetterman is incapacitated and was, you know, was struggling before, I think, the stroke. Um, and that was the focus. The focus was not on the issues. And we heard from our very own Caleb Rowden two years ago if Republicans will just focus on issues like education, we could win. But instead, we focus on silly things and we get bad candidates and then we lose.
0: Mr. Uh, Josh Hawley, who is widely considered. This is interesting because there's been a lot of talk for a while now, probably in 2018, uh, that Hawley had presidential aspirations. 2024, you, if, I'm digging way deep down into the what if barrel this morning, uh, would you vote for Hawley or DeSantis?
1: Oh, I would vote for DeSantis. I think Hawley, he was recently on... Um, a podcast, and I think he said if Trump's the nominee, anybody with aspirations would be stupid to go up against Trump, even DeSantis. So I think that means he is not going to run in 2024. I could be wrong, but he was He was like, if Trump's in, then everyone else is going to be out.
0: Uh, so here's what Josh Hawley says. So what happened? We were supposed to pick up some seats. We We, Republicans, lost, lost a seat. At least one. Missouri Senate according to the Missouri Independent, uh the real culprit? What happened? Why did the Re- why did the Republicans lose? Lose a seat. Washington Republicanism is what Josh Hawley is quoted as saying in the Missouri uh Is in- there
1: anybody who's more of a Washington Republican? And, I mean, Josh. How, I mean, what does he mean by that? I guess I don't know. exactly. Understand.
0: It's a very generic. Uh, it's kind of like when I was uh, Andy Humphrey. By the way, he hosts an afternoon show on KTGR. It's called The Big Show uh, with Andy Humphrey, and it's a really good show, by the way. Um, but I used to try to be when I was younger, and I didn't do it because I wanted to. Is because I wanted to make extra money. And back in 1992, we didn't have something called OnlyFans. So I, uh, in an effort to make extra money. I would go and I would do basketball color. I'd do color on basketball games for high school basketball games. I like it. Of the four big sports, basketball is the one I know the least about. But I was getting paid in 1992. I get paid 50 bucks a game just to blah, 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 blah. And Oh,
1: I, the the guy made it in the thing.
0: So one time... I had like a list of questions because I would, what I would do to help me, I would go and talk to coaches and everybody I could beforehand so I'd get enough fill so I didn't have to talk about... You had
1: like a cheat sheet you're like behind oh, yeah. the line three points inside the line two points just like bring this yes. cheat sheet Or thing here. go in the net Woohoo! <laughs>
0: a, a field goal in basketball is not worth six points or it's not worth three points like oh, in the geez. NFL sometimes it is <laughs> So I would write down these questions and uh, our smart ass morning guy at the uh, at the radio station back then, He found my questions, and he answered them for me. But so, to me, what you're saying about Josh Hawley, why did Republicans lose? Josh Hawley says Washington Republicanism. What does that mean? Uh, It's as generic as I would ask the coaches before the game. So, Coach, what's the key to winning the game? Well, Brandon, we got to score more points than the other side. Right? It's the key to winning, yeah. Yeah, but it was that generic. And so you're saying that's what Josh Hawley is doing here when he says Washington Republicanism. He goes on to say when your agenda is cave to big pharma on insulin, cave to Schumer on gun control, Green New Deal, and tease changes to Social Security and Medicare, you lose. Hawley's prescription, says the Missouri Independent, prescription for electoral success would include tougher tariffs on China. Restore American jobs, open up American energy, full throttle, 100,000 new cops on the... Sh- yeah, we know, right? Yeah. More cops, more energy, energy, independence.
1: I just think, like, when I think of who I would classify as a Washington Republican, right... I mean, Josh Hawley's like very polished. He's very like, you know, whatever. So like that, that term doesn't fit with like what he's saying, I think is different. Not that he is what he's saying, but I also think, I think hopefully part of his thing too, is that. We have these. We have leaders who are kind of insulated, and I think th- they are catching a lot of hate this last week. But leaders within the party who just got it wrong, and who, and, and we didn't have a good plan. And I think some of his criticism is directed in, in that way, and, and in new leadership. And we've heard him, from him that we do need new leadership in Washington. And I think in that way, Josh Hawley is right. I think we need new leadership on the political side. We need new leadership in actual Congress. I think, I think that is right on.
0: Uh, we have Gingrich's take on what happened. Marsh, do you remember what Dick Morris, <laughs> I wonder what Dick Morris was saying this morning, Dick Morris, in his infamous visit here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. I, I wonder what uh, uh, an, an epic response or an epic question from John Marsh. He's talking about his past predictions and <laughs> one year it was the hurricane is why his prediction was all wrong. What, I wonder what excuse Dick Morris would be giving this morning. Mitt Romney wasn't on the ballot this (laughs) way. See, and I haven't
1: really heard a defense yet from Robert Cahaley of Trafalgar. They were way off. Um, And I was all bought in. I saw him in person in Arizona in August. They got it right the last time. I really was all in with the underwater Republicans and that, you know, but they had way, I mean, they weren't super, but they were more off than they've been and they were more off than other people. And so... I want to. I, I think he he hasn't really been doing a lot of media appearances in the last week. Um, I still trust them. I still think they have some sort of system that I think gets it right more often than not. But I want to hear from him what his explanation is for why we we were off this cycle.
0: I would I would love to get Dick Morris who worked in the Clinton administration.
1: He I would not believe a word he said. <laughs> he uh, blamed him. He blamed the hurricane.
0: So what about what if? Uh, and I was uh, thinking about this because polls and we press for what polls are worth. Polls said Hillary was going to win in 2016. There's numerous stories. What if we just got rid of polling? What would that be like? And I'm thinking from a voter's point of view. Think about this. You're walking into the polls or you're forming your decisions, you're doing your research. I wonder how much polling influences People that read polling, I'm not talking about the actual polling, but people that read poll results, how much that influences them. Oh, well, everybody likes this guy. I guess I'll vote for him, too. Must be something to him or her. It
1: for sure influences you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't say it influences everybody in every race, but I think there are a lot of people who want to be on the winning side. Right. And if you're, you know, separate and apart from your personal beliefs and from your. Um, and from your politics, there's a lot of people who have a lot of money on the line as far as businesses go. So if you're a a big business owner or a business owner of any kind, and you're looking at the race and you know, who's going to win, right? Like say they're up by a lot. You don't want to be the business owner who does business with the state or with politicians or with whatever that is on the wrong, that is not on the winning side. That's a that's a detriment to you. And so I think people use polling and I think we are seeing the media more and more use the polling in a manipulative way to make sure to try to push the electorate in one way or the other. Because no one wants to be with a loser, right? Sometimes you kind of want to be with the underdog. Um,
0: And there's a difference between an underdog and a loser.
1: (laughs) True. But I think I mean I heard it locally here. You know, I heard it. I used to try to I I worked with the Downtown Business Association and I used to get really heated over some local issues, right? And I would say, We gotta get better candidates or we gotta get on this issue. And people who run businesses said, I don't wanna I don't wanna stick my neck out there. I don't I don't wanna end up, you know, angering people who are elected or being on the wrong side of someone who, you know, was ousted or whatever. And I think business owners have a have an interest in either keeping the incumbent or in being with the winning party regardless of how they personally feel
0: gingrich's take he says i thought republicans would win dramatically bigger victories well a lot of people thought that uh newt uh one of the positive morsels he has found he says republicans had six million more votes than house uh for the house uh than democrats and then he says hey look at how we voted in the house 50 nationwide, 52% voted for House Republicans as opposed to 46%. And then he goes on to say, and maybe this is the problem. As somebody who has been involved in campaigns since 1958, <laughs> maybe that's Yikes. the problem. We have these super old white dudes going, now here's what I think you've got to do to win the election, okay? Because this is how we did it back in Eisenhower's day. I'm sure it'll work today, too.
1: No, I think I think one thing that people aren't saying a lot of is we have to get a better strategy in places where there's early voting and mail in voting. We have to do that. And people are blaming Trump because that's that doesn't require any work. I can say. Oh, it was Trump's fault. If we just eliminate Trump or we get somebody else, it'll all be fixed. Do you know what takes real work? Developing a strategy for early and mail in balloting. We know Democrats in every state have been advocating for that because they run the tables on us in that kind of stuff. And now that we've got it in a lot of states, we have to develop a strategy. And that's where the hard work is. And, and I haven't seen, I haven't seen anyone with a plan. I haven't seen anyone willing to say we've got to put in the hard work. They just were placing blame on rent you know trump or whoever else
0: by the way how's still up for grabs republicans still leading there as we still await election results and i love this because a lot of folks ask as a matter of fact brian hansen star of the gary nolan show weekday mornings here at nine o'clock uh man you want to get brian on tangents uh get him to talk about the death of the queen or why it's taking so long for votes to be counted bill gates not that bill gates the bill gates who is the maricopa county board of supervisors saying how come we still don't know who the governor in arizona is a lot of people are talking about this well first of all it's very standard this is how things work in arizona and have for decades oh okay (laughs) it's because that's the way it not work at all apparently (laughs) what happened john mccain got elected back in the day well that's that's all it's just the way things are I love this. Uh, a couple of pieces of good news, though, I will say. We live in Missouri, number two Republican wins some uh, some district in Oregon, flips that seat in the House. And I think another piece of good news, you know, I'm always, I've said this for a long time. Former family member Laura Houser used to get on my case and say, I really do believe we need more chicks in politics. Uh, so here's a little bit of good news, too. After this year's election, <laughs> a record-setting 12 states will have female governors. <laughs> While the other 38 states will have dinner ready on time. (laughs) (laughs) It's just comedy, man. (laughs) That's all. And I don't subscribe to that. that Don't don't hate the player. Hate the game. Hate the game. All right. Coming up, what's hot with Hannah? What do you got for us? Man. (laughs) Sorry. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathart. Biden said that he plans to run again in 2024, but won't make a final decision until early next year. Because it's like his doctor told him, I wouldn't plan too far ahead. (laughs) SNL, over the uh, weekend, Michael Che, welcome into the show. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. So right now, your president uh, is in China. And I got to tell you, we've said it for a long time. But every time the president goes on a worldwide stage, I liken it to when Trevor was like five years old, six years old. I don't know how old he was, but his first little league at bat. And me and his mom sitting there in the stands. And you want him to do well. Everybody wants America to do well. We want the president to do well as it relates to the well-being of the American. We don't want him to do well as it relates to his agenda. But we want him do, to do well. Because we're all, listen, we're all hanging out here. We're all Americans. We want him to do well. But I remember Trevor getting up to that plate that verse, very first time. He like, come on, man. But you're still scared of the income, outcome, I should say. Because very likely... <laughs> might be a little embarrassing it's just scary it's that unsettling feeling every time joe biden goes on the worldwide stage that affects the mood of the nation and then it bothers the nation so much they go out and still overwhelmingly vote for democrats blows me away over the weekend in case you missed it uh republicans they officially uh you know it was a 50 50 senate and now it will be at least at least 51 Democrats in the Senate after they wrap up Arizona and Nevada over the weekend. And then the possibility that it'd be 52 depending on the special... I think it's
1: 50-50 right now. And and Georgia would make it... F- no, I think... Uh-oh. No, Uh-oh. No, 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 I think they Uh-oh. have 50. I think Georgia would give them 51, right? Marsh? Gonna- I don't know. I think yeah, I don't right. know. I, th- I think they have 50.
0: I think they have 51. Georgia will give them 51. You
1: guys gonna put money on it?
0: It's, uh... Yeah, let's do it. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. Or 874,9390. So the Democrats picked up Arizona and Nevada over the weekend. Correct. The one seat out there is the Georgia seat. Now, uh, and it dep- it, be careful where you look too, because some websites haven't updated their, uh, their tallies. Uh, you can GTS it. Uh, so meanwhile, uh, Joe Biden, he is in China this morning, meeting with uh, the leader there saying, "Hey, come on, man, can't we just all get along?"
1: Twitter is showing a readout of the meeting and people are surprised about what did come up and what didn't come up.
0: What are they talking about?
1: Well, apparently we were obviously saying that, well, well, we were talking about Taiwan a bit and Joe was reiterating that our policy has not changed because he's had a couple of flubs and China's been like, wait a minute, that's not your longstanding policy. Um, And so he is reiterating that our policy regarding Taiwan has not changed. Um, They talked about basically global challenges um, that both countries need to work together on. And so they did talk a bit about Russia and Ukraine. Apparently, there was no mention of the coronavirus, COVID, anything about that. So that was kind of interesting.
0: And I wonder, so obviously, they're going to be dealing with an interpreter. And I've always wondered... Like, how does that work? Because when and listen, I'm not picking on Biden here. The, the, the I I get a lot of uh, I do a lot of word salad too. My mouth is faster than my brain, but I wonder when the president says stuff like this. No, no, I'm just saying. I just I just found it interesting that uh, Biden's being a pop a a pop a puppet. Does does the interpreter do that? Hannah says Politico has it 50 49 for the Dems uh, yes. right now.
1: So they have 50. I thought you said they had 51. I'm
0: pretty sure the Democrats have 51.
1: I'm just saying what Politico has. Yeah. It says last updated at 7.39 a.m. this morning. They have 50, which gives them the majority because they've got Kamala.
0: Okay, so I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is par for the course. We're consistent here on the show.
1: why we have Google, right?
0: Uh, uh, so they've... Uh, Picked up Nevada and Arizona over the uh, over the weekend as we work on our fuzzy math here. Or I should say I work on my um, fuzzy math here. Uh, but what was supposed to be, obviously, supposed to be a big red wave, Republicans, not only did that not happen, but you just, uh, and likely, I don't know how anybody feels about Walker's chances to win in that runoff, but I would think it's even uh, less now after the after they say, "Oh, everybody voted for Democrats. we're supposed to vote for Democrats too uh, that's just my take. Welcome into the show. Glad you're here, and I apologize for getting that wrong uh bottom line is it's still it's bad it's embarrassing it's got to be incredibly embarrassing um for Republicans talking heads and pollsters red wave what do you think fifty two fifty four fifty three seats yeah, yeah. well forty nine but <laughs> right I, now.
1: I mean, I guess other people put it this way too i mean it- On the national stage, sure, but, like, I mean, you know, I I know Democrats were kind of doing a victory lap last week in Missouri, and it's like, well, our Senate candidate won by, like, double digits. We've got super majorities. Like, we have all the statewide elected officials, you know, in Missouri for the first time, as Brian Houseworth would say, in 100 years, which I think is true. So, um, you know, it was a very good, good night in Missouri for Republicans. Um, And... In any other year, you know, they were looking back historically, and I saw some folks talking about this, and they're like, can you imagine in any other year talking about what happened, you know, as a loss? And, yeah, I mean, we didn't do as well as we thought we were going to do, but
0: but we live in Missouri we're just looking for
1: no these. nationally i mean huh? but it's not like we got annihilated we're still going to pick up the house i mean i think for me the most dis- i mean obviously the most disappointing thing is the senate and for me in particular it has to do with the judges right and and we know from trump's presidency how important judges were and now with democrats controlling the senate you know i saw someone tweet out and they they had it was like a line of older people at the slot machines just going hitting the buttons as fast as they could and they said this is the democrats affirming you know confirming biden's judge picks you know for the next two years, and I think that's what we're going to see. I think they're going to try to push through a lot of appointments while they still have the control of the Senate, and that, for me, is super disappointing. But at the same time, I have hope. I do
0: hope. Uh, I love quoting the mo- m- movie *Shawshank Redemption*. Hope it's a wonderful thing. And if you know, if you're looking for good nuggets of uh, stuff, uh, a female uh, there's a record number of female governors across America, and even in, in statewide politics.
1: I have not fact-checked this, but there is a tweet by newly elected uh, Senator Tracy McCurry. That was the really hotly contested district in St. Louis, and she they were all in town doing leadership elections, and she tweeted out um, that the Missouri Senate will have 12 females, uh, and she said, we set a record for women, 12, in the Missouri State Senate in 2023, and she's there with a bipartisan group of women senators in the picture. So, very exciting. There's only 34 uh, folks in the Missouri Senate. So, other weird facts. Did you hear about the name situation no. in the U.S. Senate? Apparently, once John Fetterman joins the Senate, 10% of the Senate will be named John. No kidding. What do you think about that, John Marsh?
0: <laughs> right? How about that? There you go. <laughs> That's so maybe weird. There's, I maybe wanna... there's hope yet.
1: I mean, 20% of Wake Up in Missouri is named John. There you go.
0: Huh. Yeah. That's impressive. weird that is that's interesting apparently
1: if you want your kid to be a u.s senator you should name him john
0: you know what else is uh weird like john Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> bad choice <laughs> uh over the hope you had a great weekend any big highlights i didn't do anything hannah was sick over the weekend Howsworth was apparently sick over the weekend too is why andy humphrey is here any big highlights from your weekend marsh Nothing too earth shattering. I know I went down and watched uh, Hal Dooley do his morning show on from High Saturday morning. Had a good crowd there, so that was kind of cool. Stephanie Bell, what'd you do? <laughs> Stephanie Bell went and drank a bottle of Jack over the weekend, and then no, decided I didn't. no,
1: it or, was no. wine. Um, yeah, people on my Facebook will see this, but yeah, no, my husband and I had a nice dinner on Friday, had a glass of wine or two, and then. Went to a birthday party at what used to be Marvick Roller Rink for my friends uh, who are my age. Um, but Skate Zone, which I had not been to since I was a kid until recently. Now I have kids. They love it there. It's so much fun. But with just a little bit of liquid courage, I was like, you know what? I'm going to put on some roller skates. And
0: <laughs> there you go. That's what you do. Let's Wait, get looped watch up. Watch this. And yeah. Roller. And hey, so, Mr. I, Bell, hold my glass of Chardonnay and watch this. I was also
1: wearing a dress. So, oh. um, so that's some confidence. I was a really good roller skater in my day. I did a lot of playing the wall game and couple skating. And I spent a lot of weekends at Marvik. I will say, if you haven't been, you should go because it's like a time warp. It looks exactly the same as when I was ten years theme old. Theme from
0: Saturday Night Fever playing in the oh, background. It
1: is great. They still do the limbo and the wall game and the hokey pokey. We had so much fun. My kids loved it, and of course, I've been out on skates in the last year with them before, and they love it when I get out on on in the roller. Sh- on roller skates with them. Um Chris uh Bell did not have such a good night and took a nasty spill and Aww. has been <laughs> feeling it. He didn't have enough alcohol. A little bit. He's uh you know, he's already forty, so um yeah, we are showing our age a bit. But I felt good that I could get back on roller skates and do my thing.
0: So much fun. You know, seriously, the thing about booze and I I don't drink cuz cause it causes me problems. 812 days without a drink if you know somebody's having issue with drugs or alcohol and they can't quit, feel free to reach out to Hannah here at the radio station 874-9398 and I can share at least with you what I did. But there is to an extent. For example, pool. Like I'm a horror. I have a pool table in my house. You do? Yeah. I have a pool Hannah you've been to my house. You I talk. love I pool shooting table. pool. Yeah. Yes. And I'm horrible at it horrible, but it'd be one of those I'd have a few, you know, I'd have a few logboat snappers and I'm like I'm pretty good at this. For is me
1: it's bowling I've hit, I've hit almost <laughs> 200 a couple of times, wow. but I have, to, I have to be loosened up a little bit. His pool table is right in the middle of his bedroom
0: What? Hannah has never been in my bedroom, by the <laughs> way uh, Marsh, is there something that after you've had a few, few uh, glasses of wine that all of a sudden you're much better at? Hmm Driving. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Zero. <laughs> no. Don't try this, kids. No, everything. Of course. At least that's your perception of
1: it. I'm yeah. really good at Flip Cup when I've been drinking. There you go.
0: <laughs> Has anybody played Flip Cup uh, uh, sober? What's the beer pong game?
1: I don't like that one, but Flip Cup, I'm, I'm very beer good pong? at
0: it. Beer pong. That's, what <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Duh. Uh, all right. Coming up five minutes from now, I uh, here's what I have. I've got this is really weird, Uh, but we've already covered that. And that was the number of John's in the Senate. So now
1: (laughs) that is really weird. Can you imagine? I don't know. I feel like, you know how kids have weird names right now. Like, I mean, we all kind of I mean, parents are naming their kids all sorts of different weird names. Can you imagine when the president is like John Harry Harry Styles? I don't know. What's a weird what are weird names, Hannah, that people are naming their kids now? Um, there's lots of like Y's and extra consonants in names these days. Like I know somebody named Carson. It's a boy. And it's K-A-R-Y-S-E-N. And one day our president is going to have these little kid weird names, not just like John. I feel like.
0: Yeah. Hey, coming up five minutes from now, something that's going to be happening all across mid-Missouri tonight uh, that might uh, might affect your plans for tomorrow. We're going to cover that coming up five minutes from now here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard.
1: Morning, <laughs> leaving us with a coating on the roads. We could have some slick spots for the morning commute.
0: ABC 17 Storm Track chief meteorologist Jessica Hafner uh, tonight uh snow uh one to three inches are possible by the time uh, I guess by the time we get to like nine o'clock what happened morning. to fall? It was like <laughs> eighty it was like
1: summer last week, and now it 's snow
0: uh it's well you know events like this happen, and I'm like, yeah, you know what they're not lying when they talk about weather and changing of the seasons, seasons change man That's, the
1: climate changes
0: the climate does. <laughs> It's this darn global warming. Uh crazy and anytime there's a and you know who's really all in on this stuff is i don't know if you ever get onto to usatoday.com but man sometimes it's like you get onto that website it's like a brochure for transgen racial issues that are not real i'm not saying there's no racial issues but they they make stuff up in climate change like it could be like you could get some rain in oklahoma oh my god it rained in oklahoma this is a burgeoning climate crisis My goodness. Uh, Welcome to the show. We are glad that uh, you could join us here this morning. How about them? Chiefs, man, they're they're cruising uh, in the AFC West. Great game against Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars yesterday. Mahomes Pacheco. They fake a jet action. Mahomes wants to throw the ball. Slings it wide open right side. Kadarius Tony walks the tightrope and is hopping into the end zone. Touchdown. Kansas City. Is it football or gymnastics? Kadarius Toney lands it for a gold medal and his first National Football League touchdown. Mitch Holtis with a call on uh, KWOS. Uh, do you wonder, and I don't think, I'm not trying to imply that Mitch does this, but Marsh, you've done. You're award-winning sports play-by-play, dude. No, oh, yeah, award-winning. <laughs> uh and there was a guy, I can't remember who it was, and maybe there's been more than one, but some of these play-by-play announcers, they get accused of, well, you come up with your lines ahead of time, kind of like almost a street rap battle where you're supposed to go, it's supposed to be all off the cuff, and people would be, spitting rhymes, spitting rhymes, but you're not supposed to do it ahead of time, which I think human nature says you're just going to. But you've heard the stories about some of these sports announcers, they have all these uh, all these pre-written scripts in their pockets, so whenever the moment comes up, they'll be able to drop something that... The, uh, wake Up Mid-Missouri will play on Monday morning because it's so cool. I don't know if that actually happens or not, but I thought a great call by Mitch Holtis and the Chiefs and I think, ne- who are they playing next week? Is it the uh, Chargers? I think so. They, I think, and it was supposed to be and again, divisional game always huge, uh, but the Chargers ain't materializing this year. They lose last night on Sunday Night Football. I was chatting with Andy Humphrey who is in this morning for uh, Brian uh, Halsworth. And uh, Mizzou men's basketball, 3-0. and Remember, Mizzou men's basketball last year, they lost in their first three games. They lost to the University of Missouri at Kansas City. So already we're immediately looking better. Mizzou men's and women's basketball off to 3-0 and starts. So that's one of those things. I mean, you go once in a while, whether it's roller skating in Jefferson City or you, you go to... When was the last time you got? Oh, let's go, to a, let's go to a college basketball game here locally, whether it's a Lincoln University. I'm, I'm telling you, you ever go to a Lincoln University football game? It is a cool experience. It's the just-
1: basketball games are even better, honestly. They've yeah. got a new coach, uh, and they're off to a really good start. And yeah. it's, I've been to a lot. My husband used to work for Lincoln University, so we would go quite a bit. Super fun. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm going to a Mizzou basketball game. I got some tickets at a charity auction, and I'm very excited in January. I love basketball, so such a fun experience.
0: And it used to be, I, and of the Big Four, basketball is my least favorite sports. Um, but I used to. You're and, wrong. <laughs> probably there's a lot of folks here that would agree with me, but it's uh, it's uh, baseball, football, NHL, and then basketball, and then.